The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go! Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Here we go! It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Let's go! Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. We've got some injury updates for you and some Jay Ajayi talk. Finally, a reason to go add Jay Ajayi. Or should you? Welcome to the show. This is the Fantasy Football Today Road Tour presented by Little Caesars. Pizza for dinner tonight? How about ordering your favorite online from Little Caesars and using Pizza Portal Pickup? It's the latest, greatest, and hottest way to pick up a pizza without even going to the register. I'm Adam Azer, and here's Ben Gretsch. What up, Ben? Hey, how's it going? Yeah, the the JJ news, very interesting, definitely. I'm glad that he's that he's landed a spot, I guess. Now, it's, uh, it's about 3 o'clock Eastern on Friday. I hope that this is more about Darren Sproles and Jordan Howard, but Howard is nursing a stinger and might not play this week. So we'll get into that in a moment. Let's do some quick news and notes, and we'll read your emails via Apple Podcast and uh, fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. We've got one regulators question. We've got starter sit and trades and such. And uh, DFS, we're gonna give some DFS tips. And I apologize, I my voice is gone. I'm sorry. So you have to. I'll I'll just let Ben. Why don't you do the show? Yeah, I mean, why why would you have a voice? You only do like 75 shows a week, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's not that many. Seven shows, seven shows a week, uh, plus radio, so eight. And uh, I yell at people all the time. I yell at everyone, and it's just caught up with me. Matt, yeah, it might be that. Shut up, Ben. The Shut the hell up. <laughs> Bye. All right. Matthew Stafford is out. We knew that was coming. Bengals cornerback, Drake Kirkpatrick. Patrick, he's on IR, and that's a good news for his opponents because he had uh, you know, been doing a pretty good job, or at least their pass defense has gotten worse since he's been out. Alshon Jeffrey missed practice. He may not play. You're not going to start him anyway, but what about Nelson Aguilar? Would you have any interest in Nelson Aguilar? No, not really. I, I'm I'm not real interested in the in the Philly passing game against New England. Jacoby Brissett is going to start. That's good news. And if you don't want Zach Pascal this week, that's understandable. They get Houston next week. Not not the worst stash. Well, let's talk about the Eagles. Jordan Howard limited in practice. Darius Sproles out for the season. And I don't think it's official yet. Maybe it just has become official, but. Last I saw was they were going to sign Jay Ajayi. So I hope for the sake of this show, it actually happens by the time people hear this on Saturday. But what's your take on this? Jay Ajayi as of Friday afternoon was owned in just 3% of CBS leagues. Yeah, I mean, I think obviously he has some familiarity with the system and the team. Uh, I, I, He's not the type of back that I go gung-ho for. He's, he's He hasn't had a huge receiving role in the past, especially while he was with the Eagles. He's basically the definition of a trap back. Uh, I, I think Miles Sanders will continue to have a big role in the passing game. And I, I don't expect that J.J. would come right in and be the lead 
you know, so he might even play behind Sanders or behind Boston Scott on early downs. I think he like if he if he suits up this week, which if they sign him, I think it's a possibility they could get him out there as quick as this week uh, if Howard's out. But I yeah, I, I'm seeing him as more of a direct replacement for Howard. So would you consider adding, starting anything with JGI? Yeah, I mean, I think if you're desperate, if you're in situations where you don't really have running backs, yeah, you you want to look at him. You want to look at him as a, a guy who, in the right you know game matchups and in scripts where the Eagles look like they might be run heavy, assuming Howard's out, he he certainly has 15 carry upside in, in that type of situation. Now, I wouldn't had, play him against New England. Do you think he has him this week? Because New England's run defense has been its weakness. Mark Ingram ran all over them. Nick Chubb ran all over them. If you're going to beat, I think even Frank Gore had a good game against him. If you're going to beat New England, you're going to have to run the football. So I, I'm really excited if Howard's out. I'm very excited about Miles Sanders. Do you right, think so, week one, you know, two days after he signs, Jay Ajayi has a big role? Yeah, I mean, those would be the, the two elements, right? Like one, um, would like c- can he run on New England? And, and there's some indications that it's possible, right? But two... Does he have a big role? And that's I I wouldn't I wouldn't trust it. I wouldn't trust in in two days right, that he's right. going to play more. I, I might use Miles Sanders. I mean, I probably will use him in a couple of leagues. I have him in quite a few. Oh leagues. yeah, no, like I think you're going to have to start talking about Miles Sanders versus Brian Hill. You know, Miles Sanders versus like Todd Gurley, Joe Mixon. I think he's going to be in that number two running back range. And I, you know, this is what I'm going to say. I pretty much guarantee. By the time either by the time you listen or by the time you set your lineups, there's going to be a report that says Miles Sanders is expected to get the bulk of the carries, or JJ is going to get some work. Like we'll know more. So I feel I feel like Ben. I don't know that we should speculate right now because we don't have the information, but it will come out. That's my guess. Um, but I think Miles Sanders could have a really nice game. He could be he could be the basically every down back. He's got that opportunity against the Patriots. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think of the two, he's the one that you'd be interested in, in trying to use. I, you, you're right. There probably will be a report. We would to to consider a Jai. We'd have to get a report that's like he's going. He's because he's he's not even signed yet here on right. Friday. So it would have to be like he's going to play a ton. You know. Mm-hmm. ESPN's Josh Weinfuss says that it looks as if Kenyon Drake has moved ahead of David Johnson on the depth chart. So this is a situation where I like as of now haven't gotten a report about Jai and his role. I'm starting Miles Sanders over either Cardinals running back. How about you? Yeah, I mean, it would be it would be close for me. I think um, the the thing I wrote about in Signals last week that if you want to find any optimism in David Johnson, and it's hard right now, but he did run a lot of routes uh, given the number of snaps he played, and I, I do think there's some possibility that he transitions into more of like a, essentially like what we've seen with Kareem Hunt uh, in Cleveland, where he's splitting out a little bit more. And they're using Drake as more of the every down back, which is something that was being floated a few weeks back uh, to get Chase Edmonds on the field more, to use Edmonds as the running back and use David Johnson more split out wide and in a receiving role. He could still have some receiving value, I think. It does not really surprise me either that that we're hearing that Drake's playing ahead of him in like the lead running back role. And by the way, every time I say start Miles Sanders, that is contingent on Jordan Howard missing the game, which is not a certainty yet. David Montgomery is questionable. And Trey Burton and Adam Shaheen are out. Uh-oh. And Adam Thielen is out against Denver. So uh, David Montgomery, questionable. Rams, very good against the run. Very good against pass-catching running backs. Starter sit Tariq Cohen if Montgomery doesn't play. 
Uh, yeah, I would probably play him. I mean, the only other guy they have on the roster right now is Ryan Nall. So uh, Nall could get some some run. Probably we won't see Cohen get 15 carries. I think Nall would probably work in. But uh, they just brought him up from the practice squad. I, I I think we would probably see them lean more heavily on Cohen. And so I think I would use him if, you know, if it was in question. So how many, I don't know how many DFS lineups you got, but I'm sure Miles Sanders will be popular. Brian Hill is going to be popular. Any players you particularly like or dislike this week for DFS? Hill's one that I don't really see as high of an upside, I think. And I think he's going to be on enough rosters that he's a, an interesting guy to consider fading this week in, in tournaments because, uh, number one, last week Atlanta was in a good game situation to run the ball a lot, and it worked out well for him as he took over for Devonta Freeman. They, they don't find themselves in those types of situations a lot. I think they'll probably lose at Carolina. Um, and then number two, he ran nine pass routes. He caught a touchdown, but he ran nine pass routes to, uh, Kenyon Barner's, the number three running backs eight. And I actually think Barner might play a little bit more in pass, uh, pass down. So he'll could end up being kind of trappy, uh, you know, running more than playing in the passing game. I, there's upside there, but we just don't know what his role will just be. So in it. cheap. Yeah. He, well, he's like 4,800 on, on DraftKings. He's a lot cheaper on FanDuel or. Uh, I mean, he's the last running back on FanDuel. I think he was 5,900 on FanDuel. He's one of the last ones that you're really going to consider. Although, I got to be honest, I don't know what Miles Sanders... I think he's less expensive. I think he's he's cheaper than Miles Sanders. Um, But I I would spend a little more to get Sanders if Howard's out. But uh, he's so cheap. He allows you to do so much. You got J.D. McKissick in the same price range. And then after that, I mean... You know, like James White's more expensive. Sony Michelle's more. I like James White, by the way. But it's hard to find a running back that's going to get big work that's less expensive than uh, than Brian Hill. So uh, I mean, no, I, I do. I, I do think agree he's, with that. I think it's yeah. I think he could be a bust too. I'm a little worried about him. Like they can't run on anyone. Yeah, and they're exactly. I mean, I, that's what I was going to say. The Falcons' offense has just not been very great for running back production for Freeman, even so. Yeah. Just because Hill scored last week, I don't. I don't necessarily think we should. It was a good situation for running back production last week because they were out ahead. Yeah, it's a good situation. It's a great matchup. Second most fantasy points allowed to running backs. That's what Brian Hill's facing with the Panthers, um, and they have actually faced a lot of good run defenses this year. So this would have been a nice week for Devontae Freeman. I think. By the way, Miles Sanders three hundred dollars cheaper than Brian Hill. Uh, all right, so. Other guys on FanDuel, I I talked about this on the video show on Friday. I am avoiding Mark Ingram. He's way too expensive. I don't think I'm going to get any pushback from Ben there. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a tough, tough run D for Houston. So, yeah, definitely one that I agree with there. And I, I don't like... If you start Ezekiel Elliott and Josh Jacobs, they are 8,400 and 8,000. They're the third and fourth most expensive running backs. Do you feel like you need a great game from them or would 80 yards and a touchdown suffice? But you know, if you spend that money on Zeke and Jacobs, do you feel like you need one of them to have like two touchdowns and massive game? Yeah, I think you, you probably hoping for multiple touchdown upside. Jacobs is one of my favorite plays of the week though. I mean, I think Oakland should, they're huge favorites. They should be expected to control the game at home. They've been a lot better than Cincinnati this year and Cincinnati's run. He's been really bad. So I, I really like Jacobs this week, uh, presuming that his health is, is all there because we're not 100% sure on that. Are there any other players you want to throw out that you like or don't like? Yeah, I mean, we talked a little about DJ Moore on Wednesday's show, and I think he's a really good option this week against Atlanta Secondary, who's just been getting 
crushed by wide receivers, and Moore's volume has been so consistent. He's very clearly their number one right now. I think this is the week where he gets in the end zone. Okay. Trufant is expected to play in this game, but uh, they still, as Dave pointed out on our video show, they're still pretty bad against receivers uh, with his in- before his injury. Let's do some starter sit. Uh, by- DJ Moore is so cheap on Fanduel too. He's less than Curtis yeah. Samuel. It's it's weird. He's it's he's a lack of touchdowns. Up. I mean, they, yeah. they just haven't really adjusted. All right, here we go. Apple Podcast starter sit. Justin from a small town in South Carolina. Oh man, I don't. I only know big towns. Charleston is is pretty big. That's got to be pretty big. Yeah. Start Brian Hill or Tevin Coleman. I see. I would go Tevin Coleman there, and pretty easily. I think with uh, Breida likely out, you know, we'll we'll probably see some Raheem Moser, but he's had a little bit of a knee issue as well. So I think we'll see a lot of Coleman in again similar situations as as Josh Jacobs, double digit favorites should be a really good situation for running back production. Yeah, and then you can send a flex question: Would you start Brian Hill or Debo Samuel or Devontae Parker? Uh, I would go Debo Samuel. I think. Uh, presuming that Emmanuel Sanders and, and Kittle are both out, you know, it's a little sketch to be playing both the 49ers, but it is a game where they should score plenty of points and be a little bit more up-tempo, have a, a little bit more volume because the Cardinals like to play fast as well. Uh, and I think Samuel's a pretty good pretty good sleeper this week. From It's F1, not McLovin. No, we've had him before. It's Troublemaker. PPR, <laughs> start one uh, wide receiver and one flex. Allen Robinson, McLovin. Devontae Parker and Ronald Jones. One wide receiver and a flex. Allen Robinson, McLaurin, Parker, and Jones. Yeah, I can't trust McLaurin. Um, really? With Dwayne Haskins at QB. I mean, I know I, I like the the matchup, but I, I just can't. I think they're going to run the ball. Especially, yeah, I mean, since Callahan's taken over, they just love running the ball. And I can't trust Devontae Parker going up against Tredavious White. So almost oh, by yeah. default. I, I do still really like Ronald Jones this week. But, is, but isn't Allen Al Robinson going to get Jalen Ramsey? Yeah, but Allen Robinson's a lot better than Devontae Parker. But he's like not this. better. But, but I, yeah, no, I agree. I'm not starting Parker. It's McLaurin that okay. that I'm thinking here. Uh, and honestly, like, maybe, like, these, none of these guys are slam dunks to me. So it's Allen Robinson, McLaurin, Parker, and Ronald Jones. We're I would go A. Robin Jones. I like Jones because Arians talked up his receiving role again. I wasn't that. Like he had a lot of receptions last week, but he didn't run a ton of uh, routes. But then Aaron said it can even expand from there. He's he's learning more routes. He's getting even better at in the passing game. So okay. I, I like Ronald Jones, and I would play a Rob. I you know you can make a case for McLaurin over a Rob. For a quarterback, pick one: Matt Ryan or Carson Wentz. I'm gonna go Matt Ryan. I don't want to play Wentz against the the Patriots. And for a flex, Hollywood Brown or F1? Why F1? Half PPR. Well, oh, it's definitely F1. <laughs> Isn't Brown pretty banged up? He had a... He is, yeah. He missed practice. We'll see if he plays. Uh, obviously, if he doesn't, you got to go McLaurin. If he plays, I think probably you want to go with him because I think in this Texans matchup, you beat the Texans down the field. This is from Barry. He says, Dear Dalvin, Devante, and Chris. Oh, I FSU thought... running back. Yeah, hey, good job. Good job. 12-team PPR, choose a flex. I'm so condescending, like I wouldn't expect you to get yeah. that. I mean, I've been nailing the college ones yeah. all year. Yeah, well, you know, I hate FSU, so I know a lot about FSU. So, uh, 12-team PPR, choose a flex. Robert Woods, Joe Mixon, Miles Sanders, Muhammad Sanu, or Emmanuel Sanders, who won't play, so most likely. Yeah, that's a 
There's a lot of pretty reasonable options there. We, we, I like the fact that Mixon got up to 30 carries last week after previously never hitting 20. Once they switched over to quarterbacks, I, I think he has potential for a big workload even when they're trailing, which is what they did last week. I wouldn't play him, though, probably over Sanders or Sanu. Sanu's workload before their buy in their last game before their buy was massive. It's not just that he got almost – I think he had like one more target than Julian Edelman. He also had almost double the air yards. He was more of a downfield. He was a legitimate number one wide receiver role in that game. So I I might go Sanu against the Eagles. I really like him. Okay. It's not a bad option. I, for me, it was it was either Sanders or Sanu. I was going in that game, though. Robert Woods isn't a bad fallback option either. Uh, from Pixel Bend, dear Amon, Dorsey, Edgar, and Ryan. Packers backs. Yes. 12-team PPR. You're killing it. Uh, actually, no, those guys are from Goodfellas. 12-team PPR <laughs> league. <laughs> yeah, I don't know my mobsters movies. Star J.D. McKissick, Brian Hill, or Darius Geis? It's got to be McKissick or Hill. We just don't know enough about guys. I mean, I, I'm I'm excited as anyone to use guys, but we don't know enough to use them. I, I, and the Jets are a pretty decent run D, actually, for all their flaws. Um, I would go Hill. Yeah, me too. Christian Kirk, Tyrell Williams, or Curtis Samuel? This is really um, hard. This is Kirk to me. against the Niners is tough. He's the guy, yeah. like, you know. I'm eliminating him. That's the one I said. See ya. Yeah, I think you can eliminate him. I'll go Samuel. I really do think the the Falcons will get beat down the field, even with true font. And final question from Apple Podcasts from Niners for Life. Aaron Jones or Leonard Fournette rest of the season? Fournette. Okay, I want to bring up one thing with Fournette. Tough schedule. Schedule. Tough one. And, was it schedule? Yep, Sorry, I yep. talked over you. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, it's, it's always schedule. You're. I, I don't look at the schedule enough, so you're. I love that you're. You're always on top of that. But um, you, you just have to love his workload so much more than we're not sure what we're gonna get from Jones. You know, his passing role was great when Adams was out. It's been less so when he's been back. And Jamal Williams is playing half the snaps. You know, this Leonard is Fournette. This is really interesting because Aaron Jones has has a great schedule, and Fournette has a below average one, and. You knew Ben was going to take Fournette. You might be thinking, hey, what's Adam going to do? I'm also going to take Fournette. So I don't care that much about schedule. I mean, the touches are just so. And the catches, you know? Yeah, just, the catches are, are just so much more more secure. Leonard Fournette, the PPR machine, just like, uh, just like that Ronald Jones fella. All right, everybody. Yeah. Let's do it. One regulator's question today, and it comes from someone whose name I do not have. So I'm in a 16-team redraft league with the first two rounds as keeper rounds. A playoff-bound team, the commissioner, made what appears to be a totally one-sided trade. Got it. Nice. And I did it, you know, that was so smooth. Uh, A totally one-sided trade with one of the last-place teams who needs a quarterback. So the commissioner's going to the playoffs. He made a one-sided trade with a team that needs a quarterback, and that tra- that team's in last place. His guys are hurt. There are literally no quarterbacks on the waiver wire. So the first-place team gave up A.J. Green, Nick Foles, and Gardner Minshew and got back Melvin Gordon and Jack Doyle. A.J. Green, Nick Foles, and Minshew to the last-place team for Melvin Gordon and Jack Doyle to the first-place team. The, there are a few of us that feel like this ruins the integrity of the league. I really don't want to be... Um, I, I, what? Uh, as I have never towed, 
Toad? Oh, is that short for Vito? Vito? Yeah, he I just guess. wrote Toe instead of Vito? Interesting. I've never vetoed a trade in my 12 years of playing fantasy football, but this just seems like a ludicrous trade. Also, why is Heath so mean to Adam? <laughs> I can't comment on that last question, but entertainment um, value. Why is this such a ludicrous trade? It's a keeper league. I mean, I, I, I think it's you're okay. probably not keeping AJ Green in the first two rounds, but presumably the last place team. Like, are you mad that because they're in last place team in last place they tried to acquire a quarterback and be competitive the rest of the year? I mean, usually you don't see people get upset that like teams are trying to be competitive, so they acquired. Both the Jacksonville quarterbacks, so they could be competitive. As far as the keepers concerned, like yeah, they traded away Melvin Gordon and, and they added AJ Green. I could see AJ Green being, I and mean, he's probably not going to be a top two round pick next year. But is it Melvin Gordon going to be for sure? I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's I Listen, guess it's a little bit weird that the last it's fine. It's 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 a it's a lopsided trade. I mean, the team that got Melvin Gordon wins, but it this is not this doesn't rise to that level of hurting the integrity of the league. I think you agree with that, right? Yeah, I do. I mean, it, I, I see the point, I guess. The more I, I'm digging into it is like, why is the guy in last place making this trade? Because he's not going to keep any of these players, right? So he's giving up Melvin Gordon to a top team. And if the first two rounds are keepers, you're probably not actually going to keep A.J. Green in the first two rounds. There's actually almost no way. So at first I was looking at, you know, name value A.J. Green. Maybe he's a keeper, but he's he's really probably not going to be. No so chance. I guess you'd probably hope that if he was going to trade Gordon, he'd at least get somebody back that he could potentially keep in the first two rounds. But if he needs to win, I mean, let's forget about the keepers for a second. If he needs to win and he's still not mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, I mean, he probably would rather have Melvin Gordon, but he needs a quarterback. So he just right, got the Jaguars right. guys and maybe AJ Green comes back and actually contributes. So they're too, this is not a slam dunk terrible trade. I think you got to let it slide and, and don't tow it. Okay. Thank you very much for your email. We got more trades and uh, starter sit at fantasy football at CBSI.com. We're done regulating. I just like to hear the song. Hey, have you ordered a pizza from little Caesars yet? Uh, if you haven't, You've missed, you're missing out on Pizza Portal Pickup. What is Pizza Portal Pickup? It's like getting a pizza right out of the oven yourself. You walk in, you enter a code on the portal, a door opens, and you're off with your favorite pizza. And whatever pizza you order, it's going to have crazy, crazy amounts of toppings. It's fun. Give it a try, but it's only available at Little Caesars Pizza Pizza. All right, trades, fantasyfootball at cbsi.com from Zach. I got uh, offered in a half PPR league my Tevin Coleman for his David Johnson. Give up Tevin Coleman, get David Johnson. What do you think? I would not do that. I mean, Breed is banged up now. We don't know how much time he's going to miss. I think Coleman is a, a a back you can rely on. David Johnson, you can't right now. Yeah, it's it's sad. I have David Johnson in a ton of leagues. He was one of my favorite first round picks, and it's really hurt my my rosters but there's not a lot of upside with that right now knowing that also chase Evans is going to be back eventually and they're it's it's trending very poorly all right fantasy football at cbsi.com let's get to another one here this is from luke dear david joe lou and dusty those are managers for the cincinnati reds wow Good for Joe you. Joe Torrey, Lou Pinella, and Dusty Baker are all Reds manager. David, David Bell. David Bell. That's got to be it. Yeah, that's, that, I am, that is really terrific stuff. That was more impressive than your, than your uh, Jeopardy win. 
Ben Gretsch, ladies and gentlemen. I was offered Amari Cooper and Philip Lindsay for my Leonard Fournette and Keenan Allen in a PPR league. Give up Fournette and Allen, get Cooper and Lindsay. I'm not going to do that. I think Allen will bounce back. I like Amari Cooper a lot, but I, I don't see them as being as big of a difference as I think Fournette is an improvement over Lindsay. Especially with no Joe Flacco. We've talked about this a little bit, but it's in PPR, it's going to impact Lindsay's catches going forward. Lindsay's been good to now. I do think his rest of season is a little bit knocked down because Flacco is no longer the quarterback. Yeah, and you know what? Theo Riddick, what the hell is going on with him? Is he coming back? I don't I, know. Yeah. I haven't heard anything, but um, he was on IR, and it was a possibility. They're going to bring IR. Drew Locke back, and they can only bring two players back. So that's... First time I've heard that name in a while, yeah. but they do have him. <laughs> <laughs> they actually do have good matchups going forward. That helps Lindsay, but yeah, I agree. Don't do this trade. From Eddie, I'm having a serious issue in my keeper league. We have been doing a non-fab waiver, waiver wire, just regular waiver wire, for 15 years plus, and after I was mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, I told the guys that I wanted to bench my lineup to get the best waiver position. A keeper can emerge at any point in the season, and I wanted to give myself the best chance to win next year. After an outrage in the league, I told them I would start my lineup this year, but if we don't do a fab next year, I would use this strategy next year if I got mathematically eliminated. So benching your lineup to get a better waiver wire priority to potentially pick up a keeper. Uh, what do you think? Give me your opinions. I mean, this Eddie. is like a regulators, and it's pretty good. So my opinion on this is Eddie's is wrong. I'm sorry, Eddie. I know you're a loyal listener and I, I love you for that, but you're wrong on this one. I, I understand there's like, I have seen this in fantasy leagues. I've been playing fantasy for over 20 years. I've seen this in fantasy leagues, all sports that people do these things that are definitely in their best interest. But when they're so extreme that they impact the rest of the league to this degree, where you're just giving a team a win that maybe is competing with the playoffs for a playoff spot with the team that you beat earlier in the season, and you're not actually trying to put up a fight at all against that other team, you're impacting the way that the playoffs might shake out. You're, you're impacting who wins the league this year to this degree where you're not even putting a team out there. That's like, like you can't stand for that in fantasy. You, there has to be at least some level of trying. Oh, well, that's why I, I've never seen anything like this because all of my leagues require a legal lineup. You know? Okay. Well, that's yeah. I so mean, that's that you should do that. Do it. Yeah. You should do a, a legal lineup, make that the case. And yes, it, this is tanking and it's not good, but I it, I like the argument for fab. Certainly yeah. makes things interesting when you get the keeper aspect in there and saving your fab for for guys who show up on the waiver wire. I like that. Uh, yeah, no, <clears throat> I, I agree with that. But just like to reiterate, like mm -hmm. I, I've I've seen like you've never seen this in any kind of league where like people do things so. that are obviously in the interest of their team, but it's like so bad for the league if they just you know you don't. It, it, here's the thing. I could be having more fun playing fantasy. I need to be in more fun leagues because all of my leagues are, most of my leagues are analyst leagues. And that, like, most of the Everyone people. Everyone has are, 50 leagues in the analyst Yeah, leagues. right, right. They take it seriously. I mean, they set their lineups, but there's not that much trading going on. We don't always know each other. I don't have one of those long time leagues. I, I, don't, I don't have any friends, Ben. Oof. <laughs> this is getting sad. Let's move on. <laughs> Okay, uh, from Connor. Who should I drop to pick up a tight end for this week? Sean McCoy, Latavius Murray, Kenyon Drake, Jacob Hollister, Alexander Madison, or Adrian Peterson? Uh, for me, it would be McCoy or Peterson. I Peterson, 
I don't know when you're really going to love using him with guys being around the rest of the way. McCoy, like, I I don't know what the deal was with the rest thing last week. We'll, we'll have to see coming up this week. But he only played six snaps the week before. So was he really even in need of rest? Like, it just kind of seemed like so a the, cover story. The week before, was that the week he fumbled? No, that was the week was before the week that. After? He fumbled in, like, the end of the third quarter, and Damian Williams played the whole fourth. And then the following week, he started again, McCoy, but only played six snaps. Uh. And then... A week after that, he's inactive yeah. for a, a rest week that he shouldn't really have needed since he only played six snaps the <laughs> week before. <laughs> yeah, that's a long, long little vacation. Okay, from Sam. I haven't done it yet, but I got offered Tyreek Hill and Jared Goff for my Lamar Jackson and Christian Kirk. My quarterbacks would be Wentz and Goff. The rest of my lineup would be Chubb, Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, and Tyreek Hill. That's pretty good. So would you give up that quarterback? Would you give up Lamar Jackson and Christian Kirk to get Tyreek Hill and Jared Goff? Yeah, I mean, this is tough. Lamar Jackson is a difference maker. I'm always the you-can-trade-quarterbacks guy. At this point in the season, we can feel very confident that Lamar Jackson is a difference maker. So it's not as easy at this point. But Tyreek Hill is a massive difference maker, too. And I like Christian Kirk as well, but Tyreek Hill might be the wide receiver one the rest of the way. I really believe in him. So I, I would take... Uh, Hill and I would stream quarterback or play Wentz or golf, what you know, whatever you got to do at quarterback to have Hill in your lineup. There are going to be very few weeks where I feel good about J- Jared Goff. I know he's got a matchup against Arizona, but uh, for for uh, Wentz after this Patriots game, maybe there's one more tough matchup. Things do get a lot better, so you could feel. I wish he had Deshaun Jackson. I do, but you could feel better about Wentz going forward. Uh, all right, we got some starter sit questions to Wait, end what, the show. You said Deshaun. Oh, Jackson. You wish Wentz had Deshaun Jackson. Yes, yes, I'm sorry. I wish he had Deshaun Jackson. Even with the great matchups, I'm not convinced he's going to be able to take advantage of them. But he does have a very good schedule. I never realized this, but I thought you were still talking about the trade. And I thought you meant Deshaun Watson or Lamar Jackson. And I thought you were like jamming their names together. But Deshaun Jackson is an entirely different player. (laughs) Do the trade is basically what we're trying to say. And uh, if you need... Okay. You're out there. You got a business. You need to hire good, talented people. You don't know how to do it. It's intimidating. A lot of people, a lot of applicants out there. Why don't you use ZipRecruiter? Hiring can be a challenge, as Codable co-founder Gretchen Hebner discovered. Gretchen needed to hire a game artist for her education tech company, and she knew it wouldn't be easy to find someone to grow with her team. That's why she went to ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its technology identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job so you get qualified candidates fast. Gretchen posted her job on ZipRecruiter and said she was impressed with how quickly she found qualified applicants. And and one other thing she did, she used ZipRecruiter's screening questions to filter her candidates so she could focus on the best ones. That is how Gretchen found a new game artist in less than two weeks. And with results like that, it's no wonder four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter, get a quality candidate within the first day. See why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. Try ZipRecruiter for free at our web address. It's ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. Now you got it. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Starts and sits. Alrighty, from Kevin. I am the Kittle owner. And I snagged OJ Howard in a PPR league. Should I play OJ Howard or Ross Dwelly? 
I would go with Dwelly. I like Dwelly this week, man. He, he's been playing a lot of snaps with Kittle out the, both the last two weeks. He got seven targets last week. They did throw a lot more last week, but it's a great matchup for him. And, and the 49ers need pass catchers. Um, Howard, I've, you know, I've said before, I really like his talent. Four of his catches came on the two, uh, the two minute drill drive. Um, or excuse me, three of his four two-minute dr- drill drive right before halftime in the first half, and he was otherwise kind of just not really involved throughout the rest of the game. So it was nice to see him do some things and catch a touchdown, but I I, I want to see more, and I I feel more comfortable streaming Dwelly. All right, next email. I got I don't know this greeting. I mean, I've got most of it. It's from Wes in Oakland. Hey, Jameis, Jared, Blank, Baker, and Kyler. So these are quarterbacks who went number one overall. Yeah, it's the last five number one overall picks. So who was in between there? Jameis, Jared, Baker, and Kyler. Kyler. Why can't we think of it? Wasn't Cam Newton? No, he was earlier. <laughs> it, no, well, it was the year Trubisky went two. Was Miles Garrett the number one overall pick? Well, that doesn't fit. That is it? Oh, it's just the last five. Number one picks. Oh, is okay. It's not it. just or the top draft quarterbacks. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. It is Miles Garrett, and he said, "You want to guess who that blank is? It should be easy after last night's brawl. I mean, football game." Okay, Miles Garrett. Way yeah. to go, Wes. Way to promote Miles Garrett. PPR. Oh, I nailed it. You are on fire, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm nailed. It. Very proud of you. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. PPR. Start a running back and two flex. So pick the running back. Mark Ingram, Joe Mixon, James White. Oh, PPR? Yeah. Man, it makes me almost want to go White, but I think you go Ingram for a little bit more. I don't know. Man, I don't know. This is a tough one for me. Ingram's in a tough matchup. I like Mixon's increase in usage, and I think you can consider him in a matchup with the Raiders. White might be the safest as a PPR guy in a tough rushing matchup for New England, I do think White's going to be involved. I have good news. What do you think? Well, I'm going to start at least two of them. I'm going to... I would take Ingram. Wouldn't feel great about it, but I would go with Ingram because he just has that chance to score. Actually, I really don't like Ingram this week. Yeah, he's tough. But I would go with Ingram. He he has been a more efficient runner than most backs in the league because of the presence of Lamar Jackson. Maybe he can find more holes against against Houston's good run D than most other backs have. And then you can still start uh, two of them because you need two flex out of Mixon, James White, Jamison Crowder, and Didi Westbrook. I Um, love Jamison Crowder this week. I you do you do yeah. Yeah, I do too. I was going to say I'd play him. I don't think I would play D.D. Westbrook quite yet. Um, want to see how healthy he is. But I think I'd go Crowder and then two of the backs. But, man, I don't even know which two backs. I do kind of like Mixon well, No, no, this no. Well, all right. So we decided we're doing Ingram, I think. Or we did Yeah, Ingram, Crowder, and White. There you and go. I'm That's it. not happy about sitting Mixon. Oh, sorry. I thought you were going to pick another one. Uh, thank you, Wes, for making us sweat. From Max in New York City. Dear Todd, Dak, Alvin, and Saquon. These are the last four rookies of the year. Offensive. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Who do you think is going to be fifth? Who do you think is going to be next? Josh Jacobs. Well, Kyler. It could be Kyler, but Jacobs has been 
doing well enough that I think he might get it. Yeah. McLaurin, it's got a case. Daniel Jones. Dwayne, um, uh, half PPR start two out of three. Mixon, Gallup, Galladay. I'm going to go Mixon and Gallup with Stafford out. I, I know Galladay scored last week, but that long touchdown was pretty much all his production with Driscoll under center. His situation's not quite as good with, you know, with Stafford out. I, it's it's a lot worse. <laughs> O.J. Howard or Gerald Everett? Ooh. Everett's a little banged up. I think I'll go Howard, but Ooh. I do like Everett. Yeah, I like just, Everett. I don't like the Rams this week. I just don't like the Rams uh, really at all no, right now. They, no. Their offensive line is, is so banged up, and they've really been struggling lately, and they're playing the Bears. It's not a great situation. All right, here we go. This is from Raul in a town north of Disneyland. Santa something. Disneyland. That's California. Santa something. Santa Barbara or Clarita or Anna. Santa Claus. I've got too many players to pick from. I need two wide receivers, two running backs, and a flex. It is not PPR. So here are the wide receivers. Looks like there are only two. Oh, no. They're spread around. Mike Evans, Cortland Sutton. Emmanuel Sanders and Tyrell Williams. I will eliminate Sanders. Evans, Sutton, and Tyrell. Pick yeah, two. Evans and Sutton for me. I, Ty, actually, I think you can play Tyrell over Sutton. Let's go Evans and Tyrell. Two running backs. Mark Ingram, Alvin Kamara, Devin Singletary, Jordan Howard, Kenyon Drake. Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Um, I'll play Singletary against Miami over Ingram. That's a guy that I would play over Ingram. You know, we were talking about yeah. having some concerns about Ingram. And a flex. I'll Kamara and Singletary. And then a flex. Drake is interesting. It's not PPR. You got to go with three running backs. Let's go Ingram now. Ingram, Kamara, Singletary, Evans, Tyrell. That's that's what I'm going to lock in. From Eric, Hunter Henry or Allen Robinson, PPR? Robinson. No. <laughs> Sorry, Hunter Henry. I wasn't even actually like... I love Allen Robinson. I was so quick to answer him. No, yeah, I think you can go. You can go uh, Hunter Henry here. Okay. I didn't really even like. Yeah, I don't realize. like. What did you think it was, Derek Henry? Because like, we can't really say, even though he's on his bye. I don't even know who I thought it was. I can't even tell you. Like you apparently I, I like Robinson. You like Robinson. That's very funny. You but Hunter Henry. Would you, sir? I don't want to bully you. Would you really go Hunter Henry over? No, Robinson? I would. I wasn't thinking. I mean, maybe I I read Hunter Henry and wasn't realizing just how good he's been lately because he's been way better than a typical tight end. His yeah. volume has been really consistent. Uh, maybe I was just thinking tight end, but there I glossed go. over him quick. All right, we've got a few more from Nick. Need a running back standard scoring. Brian Hill. Damian Williams, Royce Freeman, Darius Geis. Not Freeman for the issues with um, Flacco that I've been talking about. I love Freeman's talents, but he's not a guy. I'm just not targeting those Denver backs anymore because they're splitting work and no longer have, you know, as much work. Um, It's not Geis. So it's Hill or Williams. I'm going to go Williams. Mm -hmm. From Jordan. Dear turkey stuffing potatoes and gravy. I think you can get this one. Yeah, I'm going to rank them, though. First, you Stuffing. Need to, what, hold on. You need to tell me, is it mashed potatoes or sweet potatoes? Well, they already got gravy. So let's say sweet potatoes for that. And the gravy is like a part of the... No, know, gravy potatoes. is separate. Okay. How, what I, I, okay, number one is... Rank both potatoes. Okay, okay. So this would be sweet potatoes, stuffing turkey 
mashed potatoes gravy. That would be my gravy ranking. last. And which is a surprise. I don't really like turkey very much, but I'm also not a huge mashed potato guy. Gravy, I don't need it. Turkey over gravy. I don't need it. I, uh, you know, if you have a good good slice of meat, you shouldn't need gravy. You shouldn't need a condiment. I mean, that's true of like a <laughs> steak. That's not true of turkey. <laughs> if it's good, if it's a good juicy slice of yeah, turkey, you should I'm, not need gravy. I like turkey, but these are all like really delicious things to be eating. And I'm gonna put turkey last on this list, even though I like I'm a usually a meat guy, but. Turkey's like it's kind of like the dry part of the meal. You do want to get some gravy on there. Maybe yeah, turkey, mashed potatoes would be last for me. I don't know. Turkey stinks, man. Like ham. I am all about the Thanksgiving ham. <sighs> I miss. I'm I miss game ham. with that too. I miss uh, home for Thanksgiving. They don't do. They don't do ham up here with the in-laws. All right, sixteen-team <sighs> keeper league. I find myself staring at the waiver wire menu of Driscoll, Finley. Haskins and Allen. I'm guessing oh, this that's is great because Brandon there Allen. are three Allens. Yeah, I, that it's are starting right now. Got to be Brandon Allen. It could be Kyle Allen. Well, if it is, it's the clearly Kyle Allen. You should go with. But if it's Brandon Allen, we should go Driscoll. You can't just give us last names where there's three starting <laughs> quarterbacks with that last name. Driscoll, Finley, Haskins, or Brandon Allen. Who would you go with? I'll go Driscoll. He's got a lot of mobility. I think um, it, Finley's in play too, but I, I'll go Driscoll. I just think there's a little bit more rushing upside there. You know, he might he'll do some. This is from Mike. He says, "Dear Mike, Peter, Mickey, and Davy, are those like Brady Bunch? Are the monkeys the monkeys?" I have no idea. Yeah, those are the monkeys. Those are the monkeys. I knew it. Damn it. Davy Jones. 10-team PPR league. Sit one of these guys. Oof. Hopkins, Evans, Jacobs, Keenan Allen, or Melvin Gordon? <laughs> it's, actually, um, it's actually an I'll, easy call for me. That's an easy call for you. Yeah, I don't know that I'm going to get it right, but I see these guys and I see Keenan Allen, and I'm just like, nope, you're not making the cut. Against Kansas City? Well, who are you going to start? Who are you going to sit? Hopkins? Evans without Lattimore? Jacobs against the Bengals? I mean, full PPR, Keenan Allen against Kansas City is pretty enticing. He's probably going to get a lot of targets. All right, all right. Tough guy. Who are you going to start? I'm going to... I'm looking at all the matchups. You're not sitting Hopkins, even though the Ravens is not a great matchup. You're not sitting Evans, even though Marshawn Lattimore is not a great matchup. No, he's not playing. Oh, so you're not sitting. Well, you're Evans. Definitely not sitting. Evans. Yeah, you're not. I don't think you're sitting Josh Jacobs. So I would. I guess I would have to sit one of the Chargers, and I would probably wind up sitting Melvin Gordon. Really? Yeah. The Chiefs run defense. All right. Okay. Yeah, it's not. You might be right with Keenan Allen. It's That's close. It. Look, I don't want to keep changing your mind. That's fine. That's fine. I my gut feeling says that Hopkins might disappoint us, but there's zero chance I'm sitting him. Right. So let's run through the rest here real quick. From Dave, half PPR, two wide receivers and a flex, please. James White, Robert Woods, Debo Samuel, Calvin Ridley, Devontae Parker. I'm not playing Parker. I like pretty much everyone else on that list, but I think I'm going to sit Woods. From I'm Chris. fine with Debo, oh. and I do like Calvin Ridley this week with with a uh, Hooper out and Atlanta, you know, they just traded Sanu. I do think Ridley's going to have a good second half. I hope so. From Chris, I have Connor and Samuels is on waivers. 
I don't know why he had to tell us he had Connor. Who do I drop, if anyone, to try and get Jalen Samuels? Jamal Williams, Kareem Hunt, or Todd Gurley? No one. Oh, I'm sorry. I know why he told us he has Connor. I'm so, I, I read that as Carson. I don't know why. Like, I saw it, and mm-hmm. I just... It said Connor, and in my mind, I read Carson. I apologize. I guess you could drop Jamal Williams. That would be that would be the one that I like. I, I wouldn't drop Hunt, and okay. I wouldn't drop Gurley just to like you know. But Samuels is not even like he played fewer snaps than Trey Edmonds in in place of James Conner yeah. last week. He's not even locked in like lead back if Connor misses time. Jamie made a good point on HQ. It could be Benny Snell. Benny it very well could be. Yeah, he might play next week. So Samuels will have his role. It'll be a PPR thing, but. You don't necessarily ran, have to do that. Here's a here's a great stat. He ran fewer routes last night or two nights ago because we're releasing this on Saturday than Trey Edmonds. Trey Edmonds actually ran more routes than Samuels. Interesting. It's, per, it's weird usage with Samuels right now. I'm not going to be like chasing him. Uh, Matt in Massachusetts, start three, PPR. John Brown, Philip Lindsay, Damian Williams, Curtis Samuel, who are you sitting? John Brown, Philip Lindsay, Damian Williams, Curtis Samuel. I'm sitting Curtis Samuel. How about you? I'm sitting Philip Lindsay. Whoa. You know, it's interesting. I I get where you're coming from. They're down two defensive tackles, though, which gave me a little bit of pause. But they were but missing. But the Broncos They're, are going to get. I mean, unless the Vikings just have one of those, like, true. Kirk Cousins overlooked a team games. They're going to be way behind. Probably right. right. Mm-hmm. They have a 15-point implied team total when you do the, the Vegas odd addition and try and figure that out. They're 10-point road underdogs. It's never a good situation for a running back. He splits carries. I like Samuel's upside against the Falcons' pass game. I don't see Lindsey's upside. So I, w- I would play the guy who has more upside. From Jason, start two out of three. Marquise Brown, DJ Chark, Robert Woods. I mean, if Brown plays, I want him. Uh, I've been really down on Robert Woods in this in this show, and I, I just don't want to play any Rams. And I, I understand they're back at home, but I think it's going to be a really slow game against the Bears. Bears have been playing slow games lately because their offense hasn't been very good, uh, and they're, they've been giving up a lot of rushing yards. So I just don't – and the way the Rams' offensive line is situated, like they're going to be happy to get their offense off the field if they can and, and you know slow the game down. Okay. Um, so I think I'd probably go Marquise Brown and, and DJ Chark. From Derek, half PPR flex. Sony Michelle, Raheem Mostert, Will Fuller. Yeah, we don't know Fuller's health. And I, I think with a guy coming back from a hamstring injury, it's tough to trust. But these other guys are not great plays either. Michelle running against a really tough Eagles D. Uh, Rush D is not really what where I want to go when I want to use him. Mostert is banged up himself and is a number two back. I'd, I'd probably play Michelle and have PPR. I don't know. Where would you go with that? Yeah, I would just hope for a touchdown because I don't think you're yeah. getting a big game from anyone. The best chance for a big game is Fuller because he if always he, has yeah. that, that shot to catch a long one. If we get a, like a really great report, clean bill of health, I, I, you know, I'll support you going with Fuller. Okay. Ben Gretsch, thank you, man. Yeah, you were like show. just outstanding with the one more round of applause for you. Yeah, just nailing them. I yeah, got keep, some other keep set, hey, listeners. Keep sending uh, all the you know, intros that are right in my wheelhouse. I'm loving it. <laughs> Very extended toilet flush. Wow. But thank you for listening, everybody. Hope you're having a great weekend. Listen to our show on Saturday night, Ion Fantasy Football, 10 p.m. to midnight Eastern, CBS Sports Radio and Sirius Channel 206. We'll talk to you Sunday night with the recap.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.